How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, welcome back to the Hurricane Hotline. Joe Zagacki joined by my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr. As we continue on, Hurricane Baseball, after tonight's game, they will be on the road at Louisville beginning on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Don Bailey Jr. is with us, and uh, spring football has been completed. And uh, we're going to uh, dive into a whole bunch of stuff around spring football, the transfer portal, recruiting, all that stuff is in play right now uh, for Coach Cristobal. I guess, Don, we probably should start with maybe the most surprising story last week all of a sudden popped up out of nowhere and I think we got to get used to this not only here but everywhere Uh uh-oh Tyler Van Dyke might be uh, being uh, swayed by another program because of NIL and I think it caught a lot of people by surprise maybe it was a false alarm I don't know but I think uh, in the current circumstances of college athletics we're going to see a lot more of those kind of stories I agree with you, Joe, and, and I'm with you. I don't know that if it was was true or false or if, if it was uh, what it was. But at the end of the day, um, Van Dyke is a Miami Hurricane, and he is preparing for the 2023 season. And I think that's the, the most important thing that comes out of it. And until there are rules in place that can be enforced or – you'll be penalized by breaking them. I'm with you. You know, this is, this is going to be uh, an occurrence that happens not only in Miami, but happens everywhere nationally Uh, because there's really nobody. I don't understand what the rules are. So, uh, and and you don't understand. And we both look at it pretty darn hard. Uh, It's just a part of today's college football. Well, it's somewhere between, uh, between poaching from you know having one school try to poach a player, and then uh, I, I don't know what you would call it with uh, with agents representing players, but almost a shakedown. Yeah, well, I think that that you know the agent part of it. Remember, up until a couple years ago, the agent a player wasn't allowed to be involved with an agent while they were still an amateur or while they were still being uh, being at, in, at the college level. And then now they're allowed to have representation. So, of course, with representation that's on commission, they get more money if they get their player more money. And uh, that's just the dynamics of the game. And I'm with you. I think that, you know, this is something that's going to possibly happen to anybody and everybody in the country. And uh, I think, if you assume that it happened at Miami, 
then you have to equally assume that Miami stood up and made sure that it didn't happen, meaning that nothing negative happened. And I think that that is, uh, that's a very, very, very good sign that uh, Miami did not lose Van Dyke if that was so the case. And he's with us today. Let's talk about him for a moment. A uh, new offense for him this spring. I thought he looked pretty good in the spring game. thought he looked pretty good uh, throwing the ball in, in spring football. Heck, we even watched him in uh, uh, the pro day where he was uh, throwing some pretty good darts. What, what were your thoughts of, of him in the spring, and, and what do you think he has to do to get better when the season starts? You know, first of all, and I'm not taking the easy way out, you know, health is the key, right? I mean, that, that's that's the key to everything. Um, he looked he – looked, comfortable beyond the days uh, that they had to, to implement this offense. So I think that's a very good sign. I think that he, it's, there's some carryover from uh, Rhett Lashley a couple years ago, which he excelled in that offense. Uh, I think that he, Tyler, proved to me beyond a shadow of his doubt of his toughness. He proved to me that last year. He proved to me his commitment. He proved to me his, his willingness to play hurt. And now, you know, Miami has got to, University of Miami's got to do a, a job of surrounding him with talent and surrounding him with protection and make sure that they can create a running game. They, they went out and recruited as, as good an offensive line class as ever been recruited here. You've got a head coach and Coach Cristobal and a assistant head coach and Alex Mirabal that are committed to pass protection and a run game. So that, that falls into place. But, you know, again, we've got a question of what's going to happen at the receiver position, what's going to happen at the running back position and, and how it all comes together. If, if everything comes together, Tyler Van Dyke can, can have an outstanding season and the offense will be very productive and successful. You think, huh? I was going to say he certainly was timed up with a Restrepo again, but uh, some other, you know, on that receiver position, some other guys have to emerge, right? They absolutely do, Joe. And, you know, there's still a little time here to, to, to maybe add a receiver that might uh, be in, in the portal. And he can't do it by himself. I mean, this is a very long answer to the quarterback. It, it can make a big difference, but he cannot be the only difference maker. And that's what Miami's got to find. They've got to find they've got to find playmakers that help him out. You know, it's funny because. Uh, we we concentrate so much. Everybody does on the quarterback, rightfully so. And uh, TCU last year makes a championship game, and they have uh, uh, Duggan at quarterback. But a lot of people think the reason they got to the championship game, what made their offense go, was the bevy of wide receivers and the amount of talent they had on their roster at wide receiver. Yeah, I think so too. But you also realize they had a pretty good defense. Yeah. You know, their 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 defense helped them out a lot. They had a running game that was better than advertised, and you know, it was a to get to that to get to that point. Um, you've really, especially if you're a team like that, you've really got to have everything clicking on all cylinders. Now, you know, Georgia was able to to get through the playoffs and get through a couple tough games in the season because somebody was able to step up. But you also saw in that football game that when a team as talented as Georgia puts it all together, the opponent usually doesn't have a chance. Uh, Before we jump more into the ACC, I didn't want to uh, mention this. 
Uh, we do have a couple of rule changes this year. One of the rule changes has been somewhat controversial. I don't know why, but uh, in college football, the clock is, uh, is going to run now after first downs are made, except inside of two minutes and a half. So uh, previously, the uh, clock would stop after a first down. So if you got six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, you get a first down, uh, the clock would stop. Now it's not going to stop until you get uh, uh, inside of two minutes and a half. They think that's going to speed the game up a little bit. I know you like that, and I really like that, especially on the road. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's going to be – it's going to affect play calling because everybody knew you had a little extra time after that after that first down. Yeah, I think it's it's going to change the, change the game a little bit. Uh, it certainly it's going to – speed it up we've had games at three and a half three hours and 45 minutes but more uh strategically um you might not you might be able to protect the lead better i think it's actually it favors the defense right you'll be able to protect the lead more because now the offense um you might not you, you know you're gonna have less time the clock's gonna run the clock's gonna run and i agree with your assessment on that it's gonna be you know one, good th- one thing you know for sure, it doesn't matter what side of the ball you're on, these guys will adjust to it, and, and we're going to find out the pros and the cons once the games get going. You can kind of try and project as much as you want into something, but until you really see uh, a game get involved, and, and it's going to take up maybe probably till the halfway point of the season to, to decide if this was a good move or a bad move, other than you know, them, everybody trying to make sure that we keep everybody's attention in a football game and not letting it get to 335 yeah. or 345. Well, also, uh, I think they, the rules committee, will fall back on this is about safety. It's, it will reduce the amount of plays. It will, and and that's always something, uh, you know, that may be the, the answer back to having 12 playoff teams. You know, will we cut back the minutes in a ball game and, you know, that over – that over the, the the course of a twelve game or thirteen game season will will lower the number of reps and, and that's a very good point as well. Uh, you, you use the word projections. It won't be long before projections come out for what a season is going to look like for teams. Where uh, projections and predictions, it might be a, a good time to remind people that uh, this year in the ACC only one division it's just the whole league no no true divisions coastal's gone atlantic is gone however uh the new scheduling format was not extremely kind to miami miami has florida state clemson north carolina state and north carolina uh those would probably be the top teams in the league yeah i I don't i don't and have been yeah. <laughs> Those four teams are not one-hit wonders, right? That we're gonna we're gonna walk in and say, well, well, they, you know, they they were okay last year, but those. And, are- and by the way, three of those are on the road. <laughs> yeah, and they're very very consistent. And you know, you and I got a firsthand glimpse at Clemson last year. Um, I've always been very impressed with the way North Carolina State plays football. They're they're a tough tough team. You know, their, their coach has been there. I think he's going on about his tenth year, and they've uh, they give you a hand. They give you a handful of problems every time you play them. And look, Florida State got to ten wins last year. They're returning. Their back it was over a thousand yards. They're returning the quarterback. They've got a defense that's uh, vastly improved. 
So, you know, and, and you're going up to Doak Campbell and, you know, I don't have to remind anybody who, who's a Miami fan what the score of that was uh, that Florida State game last year. So there's definitely some quality there. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough schedule, Joe. In North Carolina, Miami has not had their number. No. Nope, not at all. They This would probably be a good time to remind people about season tickets because uh, this is a very – uh, interesting schedule for the University of Miami. At home, they have Texas A&M. They have Clemson. They have Virginia. They have Louisville. Louisville's you know, going to have a, a new coach, so we'll see how that goes. On the road, NC State, Florida State, North Carolina. Uh, this is going to be a challenging schedule this year. I think this schedule's more challenging this year than last year's. I agree with you. I agree with you, absolutely. And, you know, just as the teams that we mentioned – um, you know, Louisville, Louisville's been pretty darn consistent. I mean, they've had some good quarterback play. They've got, they've had some guys on the outside that have speed. They've had a running game. You know, they've, they've struggled a little bit on the defensive side of the football, but it's, uh, Miami is not at the point where I, I, I know they're not at the point where coach Cristobal is, it has the talent at the level that he thinks that he can get it to and that Miami winning championships with, but we're on our way, and you have to remember, if you're playing some of that young talent, you're going to have young talent mistakes, you know, young guy mistakes, and, and that's something that's going to figure into the equation as well. Yeah. Uh, let's just a uh, quick overview, a reminder of uh, the defense. A lot of people saw the spring game. Uh, what, what were your thoughts of the defense in total during spring football? Well, I, I made sure that I understood that basically the entire starting defensive line was on the was on injured reserve right yeah i mean they were they were not at practice and guys with a lot of experience guys that were rated highly guys that were very productive guys that would make a difference so you know none of them were there um you know the same thing you had some on offense you had a couple linemen that were were not able to participate on on that side of the ball you had uh some what many think will be your starting tight end. Uh, he was out. So, you know, I, I looked at how the players practiced compared to last year, that they seemed more in tune with what the expectations were from their head coach. They understood what tempo was expected, uh, the intensity, the, the, the moving from drill to drill. That was that to me, there was a big difference in that. The, the culture is, is growing roots. And I, and I think that that's very, very, very important. Uh, I like the fact that Miami's got three quarterbacks. You know, I mean, there's no question Tyler Van Dyke is number one. And, you know, you've got Brown and you've got the freshmen that are, are guys that look like there's potential there. And I think that's important not only if somebody gets hurt this year, but for the future. And defensively, Coach Gishery's going to have a fun defense. I mean, you being at practice, I saw a little, a few more things than people saw in the spring game. But he's going to bring it. He's going to bring it a lot, and and that that breeds excitement on that side of the football. They that guys want to get it after the quarterback. They they don't mind taking a few risks. They don't mind going after after the opponent. And, and Coach Gidry's the guy that's going to do that. Yeah, they were. Uh, that part was exciting. Wait, well, before we go, uh, you can almost also see Coach uh, Chris Ball has used the word blueprint a lot. Uh, since since arriving in Miami, but you can see the blueprint in recruiting and how some of these recent commits uh, commitments we'll see how they hold up. But 
uh, in recruiting, what we've seen from uh, Coach Cristobal is big players in the trenches and now more speed, uh, recruiting a lot more speed. We saw some of that presently on the roster, and we see perhaps some of it being added to the roster. Uh, local speed also, a kid from St. Thomas, uh, another kid from Broward, uh, a couple of kids from Broward County, uh, running back in particular, that should make Miami a more explosive program. Well, you know, Joe, his his blueprint is fairly simple. He wants, on the outside in the, in the skill positions, he wants his to outrun yours. And on the interior, he wants his to be bigger and stronger than yours. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and that's, I mean, that sounds kind of simple, but that's really what it is. And, and that's what he's doing. I mean, you, you look at these commitments, they got a, an offensive lineman that's committed and, and is big and strong and going to be, you know, is 330 pounds already. And he's got an, a year of high school to play. And you look at the receivers and, you know, he wants to continue to add length to it, but, you know, I just go back to Ray Ray Joseph and what he sh- what he uh, was able to do in the spring game and how he got instant credibility on and, and how he's going to help out, whether it's a return game or at the receiver spot. And, you know, when you can outrun the other guy and you're bigger and stronger than the other guy, a lot of times that, that pays some big dividends. Well, looking forward to seeing uh, uh, the running backs coming in this year in this class and then Next year, Chris Wheatley Humphrey, who uh, made a pledge to Mario Cristobal, uh, supposed to be uh, very dynamic as well. So we see which way uh, that is trending. As always, a lot of fun to talk University of Miami football. And uh, as I always uh, mention to you as well, it won't be that long before we're back out on the football field as we get ready for, for another season. Thanks for joining us here on the Hurricane Hotline. You got it, Joseph, and uh, see you soon. All right, that's Don Bailey Jr. We'll continue on the show right after this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. 
That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.